Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 454 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host. And today, things are a little bit different. The studio has changed just a little bit. Um, I'm doing this from my home office and actually set up kind of a video type studio, I guess, for the podcast. So if you are interested in watching the podcast instead of listening to the podcast, whenever you listen it to Spotify, Apple, whatever, um, you can go to YouTube and I believe Stoltz Fit at YouTube should get you the video version of the podcast, likely about 24 hours uploaded after the audio version. Um, we're going to be doing a few things like that. So more clips going out on Stoltz Fit, TikTok, um, and then on the YouTube channel as well. Been a while since an episode. I kind of did an episode couple months back about my plan for having two more kids, uh, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit today. I'll get into where I've been, what I've been doing, and then talk about some things that have really helped me uh, when it comes to my fitness goals, nutrition, exercise, and adherence. So let's get started today's show, episode 454. It's good to be back. All right, and we are back with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. This is episode 454. It's good to be back doing these. Um, we're going to be doing these a little more regularly. As I mentioned in the intro, kind of changed the studio setup a little bit, set up a video version of the podcast, so kind of in my home office, have a little sitting area with a little fireplace and chair. It's a whole scene, um, and have a camera filming these podcasts now. So if you listen to the podcast, you like it, you'd rather watch it on YouTube or at least just see what it looked like. You've been listening to me for a long time. You can head over to Stoltz Fit on YouTube and TikTok and there'll be videos, clips of the podcast and you can watch the full versions as well there. Those will likely be episodes uploaded a little bit later than the audio versions. I typically record and then upload right away for audio and uh, for video, I'll have to do a little bit of editing to it. So excited about that. Hopefully that works out. And um, video versions of the podcast can be definitely preferred by some. Uh, another thing that's changing with the podcast is I wanted to provide more value with the show. So every time I do an episode, it's about some kind of topic. I, the whole thing about the show is that it's clear, actionable information, things that aren't too long and drawn out, not super um, complicated and in the weeds type of topics. I give it, I give it to you straight, and I want some kind of resource for you to take that information and actually apply it, reference it. Uh, the podcast is great for that, but another thing that is going to be added in are mini eBooks. This is something that I wanted to implement for a while and I finally pulled the trigger on it. I think this is gonna be great and it kind of allows you guys, the listeners, a way to support the podcast as well because I've been asked about shirts like I used to have, how to buy shirts just to support the show. Coaching is a little expensive, but that's available. If someone doesn't wanna take that plunge necessarily, these little ebooks are a great way to do it. The site for the books is going to be stoltzjordan.selfi.store. 
and I'll link that in the description of the podcast. So if you view the episode description, the link will be there for the store. There's one ebook on there right now, which is today's show essentially in a nutshell, and it gives you actionable info on how to lose weight via walking, which is kind of spoiler alert what I'm going to be getting into today. The book is $7.99, so if you want to support the show for about $8, you can go to that store link and go buy the little ebook and have an action plan and uh, more in-depth information on why this works and how to implement it in your own plan. So that's going to be implemented. Thank you guys so much in advance for the support on these ebooks and for going and purchasing uh, the $8 book on walking and weight loss. I think it's a good resource to have and hopefully helps you guys out. To answer the question where I've been, uh, we'll get into that a little bit. So my last episode, if you listen to the show regularly, you know I just had twins. Well, my wife had twins. I was there for the support. And uh, we do have a toddler. He's about three years old as well. Uh, So things have been a little bit crazy here in the Soltz house, as you can imagine, uh, kind of uh, figuring out how to manage going from one kid to three kids, and um, of course, the whole logistics problems and issues, then, you know, blessings as well, but they are challenging that come with having two babies instead of just one newborn. So the kids are about two months old now, so things are kind of getting into a groove at least where we feel like we have a handle on it. It's not just pure chaos all the time. Uh, We're only like 20 minutes late when we go to anything instead of an hour late, so that's good. Uh, put the podcast on hiatus. Well, we figured that out and kind of focused on the family and normal work for a little bit and now able to kind of add it back in in the day. So that's been good. Um, My plan in fitness kind of changed from what I initially expected it to be. My episode that I did about what my plan was going to be, I believe I talked about being in maintenance, kind of just using this time to maintain, get as, you know, get fewer sessions in per week. I kind of changed that actually as I went forward and I'll explain why a little bit. I won't get too deep into the weeds on it because there's a lot of reasons about it. My training shifted a little bit from four to five days just because I preferred shorter sessions that I was able to recover from better because as you can imagine, sleep has been a bit of an issue with having twins. So that helped to have fewer exercises per session, less volume per session, more sessions in the week was easier to fit in actually than trying to do four longer ones and recover from that. The other thing that really changed that was bigger was that I switched my mindset and goal from maintenance to more actually fat loss, which I didn't expect because ideally you'd have good sleep if you're focusing on fat loss. That's just kind of a no brainer, right? It's a very important part of the puzzle. However, I would say probably a more important part of the puzzle is adherence and appetite. Are you able to stick to lower calories to lose the body fat? And actually, with the twins disrupting sleep a little bit and keeping us so busy, I found myself really struggling to even hit maintenance calories, which has literally been the only time in my life I can remember struggling to eat enough because I have a pretty big appetite. I noticed that. I was definitely not as hungry as normal, and I just kind of ran with that and figured maybe the sleep, you know, I can figure it out to recover in other ways, manage my volume and training properly, and 
I kind of just went with fat loss because of the lower appetite and it's been going very, very well. Um, down maybe five, six pounds, nothing crazy, but I didn't have a lot to lose. So just kind of a slow weight loss. And uh, with appetite not being a problem, that really helps. I want to talk about today things that have made a big difference in that fat loss journey. So uh, things that have made a difference for me making progress, that this phase in particular has been really successful and easy compared to others. I'm going to talk about three different things that I've used uh, to to do that. Before we get into those three things, I want to kind of start a new segment of the show, and that's going to be called the fitness quote of the day. I love quotes, big quote guy, and want to share some that kind of spoke to me and that I think are useful for you. I'll kind of share a quote, talk about it a little bit, and make that a dedicated segment. So we'll get into that right here. Um, I'll just roll right into it. This may be... Uh, a different segment later on, but we'll just roll right into it for now. Um, The quote of the day is, push yourself beyond the boundaries of comfort, for it is in the realm of discomfort that true strength is forged. It's a little hardcore. I'm typically not that person that's like, uh, you know, super trainees going to battle kind of guy, but this quote is good if you think about it and it kind of will make you squirm if you've been slacking and uh, that's kind of why it spoke to me was because um, it talks about not hanging out in your comfort zone being in the realm of discomfort is where true strength is forged and true strength could be flipped to true progress true weight loss true um, hypertrophy true anything that you want to improve upon in fitness Discomfort is where it is forged. If you have been training for a while and you know the weight training, uh, that feeling you get in you know rep 8, 9, 10 in a set of 10 to 12 where it really starts to get hard. You're burning, uh, the muscle's hurting, you're getting that lactic acid buildup, you are trying to push through it, maintain good form. Being able to actually execute in that time push through with proper form technique and push your body to the brink of failure. That's when the actual progress scientifically based on research is made. It's not just, um, uh, idea. It's actually those reps near failure are where you're making progress. So the more approaches to failure, essentially the more muscle you'll build and the more muscle you'll maintain. Uh, and it's true in a lot of areas of life, right? You can't expect to lose weight just by mindlessly kind of tracking your macros, estimating on the weekends, having a cheat day here and there, um, not tracking everything you eat every day, traveling, vacations are getting in the way. You're not going to see true strength or true progress that way. The realm of discomfort is where you will see that, which probably means sacrificing, giving up social events, giving up vacations, Tracking food on those things where you normally wouldn't want to, like if you, uh, you know, go to a restaurant, your gut says order the onion rings and a burger and a milkshake. But what you need to do is order the grilled fish, the steamed vegetables and a baked potato because that's going to keep you on your goals. Is it true comfort? Maybe not. But pushing through into that discomfort realm is where you're going to actually see the progress. Being able to execute in those conditions is what really sets people apart, in my opinion. And uh, that's the quote of the day. Uh, so I guess the point for that, as a little side tangent, 
is to push yourself, push yourself in training, push yourself with cardio, get more steps than you're used to. Um, don't just do what's comfortable, do what's uncomfortable. And that will become a little bit more comfortable, but more importantly, it'll become a habit that will get you to your goals. So let's talk a little bit about these three products that I want to get into today that changed the game for my fitness in 2023 so far, essentially starting in April, May. Uh, that's kind of when these things were implemented. I'm going to talk about two nutrition, one activity related one, and I'll end on the activity one because that kind of goes into this 799 ebook that you can buy to support the show. The first one is because I am heavily influenced by social media, I guess, the Ninja Creamy. This thing is really hyped right now. It's out of stock in a lot of places, but I, I am not exact. I am a total shill for the Ninja Creamy. My family will tell you I talk about it like every chance I get. I am so blown away by it every time I use it that I am like spreading the gospel. Like I, if I had a code for Ninja Creamies, I could make a killing because I love it that much. If it burned up tomorrow, I'd probably buy another one because it's just that good. It's essentially an ice cream maker, um, kind of an instant ice cream maker. I Instant's in quotes because you do have to freeze the ingredients ahead of time in the freezer. But what it does is it transforms. It can make normal ice cream in sorbet, yes. But it transforms fresh fruit or canned fruit into sorbet. And it transforms, more importantly, protein shakes into amazing tasting ice cream. I kid you not. I already had this outline written for the show. That's why I keep looking over here to my right. If you're watching the video of this, of this show, I made that a week ago. Two nights ago, I had the best ice cream I've ever had in the Ninja, in the Ninja Creamy, uh, from the Ninja Creamy, which was vanilla protein powder, almond milk, and a little pistachio sugar-free pudding mix all mixed together. And it tasted exactly like pistachio ice cream, which is one of my favorite, probably top five ice creams. So good. I kid you not, it makes a world of a difference if you need to hit your protein and you're on a diet where you're a little bit hungry. Think about this. You can actually eat a pint of ice cream every single night. A Ben and Jerry's pint of ice cream is about 1,100 calories. The pints of ice cream I'm making are about 35 grams of protein and only about 300 calories a pint. I'm having a pint of ice cream every single night in this fat loss phase, making progress, losing weight as normal, and um, it's delicious. And I would much rather hit my protein with ice cream than hit my protein slugging back a protein shake that's all thick and clumpy and whatever. It is so good, I can't explain enough how good it is. And I think the point isn't go buy Ninja Creamy right now, although if you did, I think that's a good move. The point is more so... High volume food is very important. Things that fill you up and having a treat that's lower in calorie that you can look forward to is a big key for dieting. That might be um, protein pancakes. It might be Greek yogurt with fruit, depending on your preferences. It might be a Ninja Creamy ice cream. But having something that you can look forward to at the end of the day really helps keep you on track. There's been days where I struggle. Like I'm, you know, now that I'm several weeks into the fat loss phase, it's kind of like, I'm kind of kind of hungry today, kind of want to just go back to muscle gain, you know, at, eat a little bit more, at least go to maintenance, uh, kind of fall off plan. 
to know I have a whole pint of ice cream coming up at night that hits my macros for the day and keeps me on track is a big motivator. So find a treat that's lowish calorie, high protein, and you'll be well on your way. And the other one is to find enjoyable ways to hit your protein because protein is probably the thing that people struggle the most with that I work with the clients that I have protein can be really hard, especially if you have diet restrictions, you don't enjoy eating meat. Uh, but having an enjoyable way to eat your protein, which I have endless ideas for that. If you want some, just shoot me a message. Um, it's a game changer to effortlessly hit your protein makes any goal way easier. So that's product number one, the Ninja Creamy. None of these are like cheap, I guess, but the idea is what I just went over. Protein sources that you like and a treat that's low calorie at the end of the day changes the game. The next thing I want to talk about is this one's weird, but it has been really, really helpful. Deli food. Deli food meaning homemade soup, homemade salad, homemade sandwiches, because that is what I eat for lunch every single day. And I have for probably the last month and a half. And for the last six weeks, I've been using deli food to hit my macros. Once again, it's another food that helps me get there and keep me very full. It's the same concept as the Ninja Creamy, I guess. High volume food that I enjoy, look forward to, and helps me stay on track. Why is deli food so good? Because there's endless customizations for it and you're not stuck eating the same boring meals day in and day out. You can make a salad thousands of different ways. I probably rotate between three or four different kinds, but I use a mixing bowl. It's like a huge salad piled with spring mix lettuce, spinach, uh, sometimes some cucumbers on there if I have them, a few olives, um, Parmesan cheese, some homemade salad dressing that I made out of uh, Greek yogurt and light mayo and some seasonings. It's amazing and very filling, obviously, because you're eating a lot of vegetables. I'm getting fiber in and it's a lot of food volume. Soup is pretty much endlessly customizable too, unless you're eating super, you know, cheesy uh, or meaty soups. Um, they're going to be pretty low calorie. Like you can eat vegetable soup, you can eat tomato soup. That's all going to be pretty filling, low calorie. You can add a lot of different things to it. Better for the winter than in July, I suppose. Sandwiches, big sandwich guy. And these, those are also endlessly customizable. If you don't have very many calories to work with, use a low calorie bread. If you have more calories, use a more yummy bread. You can put whatever spreads you want on it, whatever sauces. Sometimes I make spicy sandwiches. Sometimes I make classics. Whatever meat you want to use, chicken salad, tuna salad, deli turkey, roast beef, a fried egg, nothing, just vegetables. Uh, you can use that as well. And then toppings, 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 toppings. You can add vegetables. You can add lettuce, tomatoes, pickles. You can add um, anything, really. Get creative. I love food that you can make little changes to to kind of keep it spicy, so to say, uh, where you can you know, get some variety without really changing the whole macronutrient profile of it and making tracking harder. When you are deep into a fat loss phase, and especially when you're busy with twins or work or whatever, it's hard to want to go track down the perfect macros, measure everything, weigh everything for each meal that you make. What really helps you is to have the same Rolodex of meals that you rotate through 
and you know the macros for them. You can just add them quickly to the food tracker you use, and um, it just makes hitting your calories and macros so much easier. I know that every lunch I eat is about six to 800 calories, and it's this big salad on the mixing bowl, all the components, and then the sandwiches and the whatever I decide to put on them. So I do track each ingredient, but it's just pretty much copied in my food tracker from one day to the next, and I just add a little variation for what I prefer that day. You sometimes will have like a protein bar for dessert or a yogurt for dessert to boost the protein in that meal. Uh, but keeping the meal the same with a meal you enjoy is the key and the point of that. Um, big thing, big thing. Deli food, kind of a weird product, I guess, to say, but it did really change the game because to have a reliable lunch uh, that hits my macros that I really enjoy and can change up if I need to, it's been a game changer. The last one is related more to this mini ebook that I'm offering at the stoltzjordan.selfi.store website, which is again linked in the description of this podcast. Um, that is really, really emphasizing the power of steps and NEAT. NEAT is a part of your metabolism, essentially a big component of determining how many calories your body burns during the day. So I guess you could say it's part of your total daily energy expenditure. Um, the more calories you burn in your total daily energy expenditure, the more calories you can eat and still lose weight. Walking is a great way to get to that goal. Why is walking good? Why do I kind of prefer walking to really high intensity intervals or cardio? Because it's it has no effect essentially on recovery and it's really easy to implement through the day. Those are like the two huge things for me. So one, obviously recovery is already kind of hindered a little bit. I talked about that briefly uh, with the twins losing sleep and all that. Recovery isn't perfect. So to be able to have an activity that burns calories and is kind of cardio, I guess, but not um, hurt the weight training recovery is really important. The other thing that's really important is that it can be worked in in different ways. So like the actual product I want to talk about today is my walking pad for work, which is sitting right over here. Uh, and then in general, other walks as well, right? Like you can work in steps very easily through the day. If you have a goal of 10,000, you could do 2,000 five times a day, just go on little you know, 15 minute walks several times a day. You could go for even shorter walks. You could just be active when you get home from work and go play a sport or um, go for a long walk if you prefer something longer or a long hike. What I do is I use my walking pad, which is a game-changing product for me this year because it's allowing me to get activity in while I do something else, multitask. Like I'm working for my job at home with a standing desk and I'm walking on this walking pad at 2.3 miles an hour. Usually by 9.30 a.m., I have at least two, two and a half miles of walking in already. At that time, I usually take a break from work, go walk the dogs for two miles. So by lunch, I have about five miles of walking or 10,000 steps. That's been a game changer for me um, as far as being able to never really adjust my calories lower so far in the fat loss phase. Losing you know five to 10 pounds and still eating about 2,700 calories a day, which is pretty good for me. So to have that ability to keep calories higher is really helping me. That's really important for sleep. It's really important for fuel for training. If you have more calories, you feel better. And it's summertime, you know, and having more calories to work with actually kind of helps you stick to your goals 
um, in the sense that if I go to a social event or a barbecue, I have more calories to work with and I'm actually able to hit those a little bit easier at those events instead of being so restricted I can't eat anything and any time I go over it throws me off track. So the walking pad has been a game changer for me. I love being able to walk no matter the weather while I work. Walking is a super powerful tour for weight loss, which is why today's ebook, if you want to support the show, for $7.99 at the store is called um, what is it called? Step Step Out, Step Up, Step Out, Lose Weight, or something like that. Um, it's an ebook about walking, five chapters, um, where I talk about every topic I just talked about a little more in depth. So why does traditional cardio hurt recovery? Why do low-calorie diets usually not work, ultra-restrictive ones typically people have trouble with? And then why is walking the solution to that? Um, I'm going to talk about that in that ebook. If you want to go check it out, I'd really appreciate it. I'll link that in the description of the podcast. Or you can shoot me an email for it, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com, and I'll help you out. Um, But yeah, I really appreciate the support there. It's a crazy concept because people feel like they always have to restrict calories so hard to lose weight. And I'm going to be doing more podcasts about walking uh, in the next few weeks because I think it's a, I mean, it's super obvious and easy, but it's really underutilized. Steps are easier to work in your day than you think, even if you're busy and you might not work from home and have a walking pad, but you might get four breaks a day. You might live near a mountain. You might um, have a treadmill at home. There's a lot of options. I'm going to talk about those and how you can implement even things that are a bit more fancy, like weighted vests and weighted apparel to walk and burn even more calories that allow you to eat even more. So things I'm going to talk about coming up. Uh, But those are the three products, everybody, that have really changed the game for me so far since I kind of abruptly changed to a fat loss goal since the twins came. Um, talking about deli food, ninja creamies, and walking pads. Uh, Deli food's cheap. The other two necessarily, maybe they're about $200 each, Uh, but they have really helped me out to be able to eat more, look forward to a pint of ice cream every night. It's been an easy diet, obviously, and uh, I look forward to it being over still because who wants to eat less, but it's been cake, and I will definitely recommend these type of strategies to clients that I work with via coaching. Um, and that's it for episode 454 today. Um, I don't know if the video formats will like take off as far as people viewing them, but it'll be a slow burn, I'm sure, just like the actual podcast has been. If you want to check out the video, you can. Uh, if you're watching on video, thank you for watching. If you're listening to it in your headphones or something, thank you for listening to another show of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Consistent episodes to come. I'm back and more great content to come. More great eBooks, courses, memberships, um, and great episodes and hopefully some guests as well. So I'm excited about the podcast and 2023 and 2024. I think it's going to be a great stretch and uh, look forward to you guys hopefully getting something good out of it and being helped along your fitness journey. So until next time, everybody, take it easy.